0: Hello, this is Daryl Kessel with today's Kessel Report. This is the 15th day of October, in this, the year of our Lord, 2021. And today I will be talking about the so-called federal mandate for employers with 100 or more employees to require the COVID vaccine for all employees. It now seems that the whole thing was just a bluff by the Biden administration to persuade private employers to do its dirty work. The Castle family's doing fine this week, despite the stacked odds. As we head into the fall season here in the River City, the leaves are beginning to turn and fall soon. We will enter what I refer to as leaf apocalypse in my yard. Everyone is healthy. The family daughter still doing well out in the wonderful golden city of angels. Yes, the president or whoever runs the Biden administration apparently knew that he had no legal authority to tell the American people they could not work without the vaccine. In an effort to ensure that every American was vaccinated, the government searched the depths of whatever passes for its mind and concluded that since there was no lawful authority, perhaps private employers could be persuaded or intimidated to do the government's dirty work. The president announced... He was ordering all employers with 100 or more employees to require the vaccination as a condition of employment. In other words, get the jab or lose the job. Many employers complied with what they thought was a lawful order. Some apparently were happy to have government cover for what they wanted to do anyway. Some were intimidated. Some just wanted to be down with the cause, whatever the motivation many people lost their livelihood because of it. It was supposed to apply to all fields of employment, from government to medical to industrial. I personally talked to two different heads of two different medical groups who mandated the vaccine, and as a result, many or most of their nurses walked out. Nurses were fired across the country, especially in New York City where brave nurses went public with their decision if the government really cared about the health of Americans, why would it orchestrate the firing of so many frontline health workers? It was all just a bluff by a federal government that has apparently descended into madness. Pure evil are both. Joe Biden has no legal authority to issue such an order, and someone in his administration apparently knew that but decided to run the bluff anyway. There was no law duly passed by Congress, not even an unconstitutional executive order was issued. It was just a badly run bluff. The administration made press statements about it. Their captive media announced it as a fact, but press announcements are not law. Many companies announced that their mandates were set to begin in December as required by federal law. But a few brave people refuse to comply. The Constitution does not give the federal government such power, except when the government, by decree, takes control of everything as it did in the Civil War. No Civil War exists now. So the states have plenary power to regulate the health and safety of their own citizens. No authority to impose a fine on people who refuse to be vaccinated exists. At least no lawful authority. I suppose the administration was counting on the pre-programmed for compliance American people to just go along with it. But it found that some of us are not sheep, at least not yet. The mandate was effective in intimidating companies, especially those with federal contracts, into compliance. Some resisted. But we found that most state governors complained about it, but none of their executive authority to do anything about it. Some state governors did, however, refuse to comply. The governors of Florida and of Texas issued executive orders which ordered employers in their states not to comply, not to require vaccination as a condition of employment. Greg Abbott in Texas issued an executive order banning any entity in Texas from requiring vaccination for their employees or customers. In Florida, Ron DeSantis signed legislation back in May that banned vaccine passports in Florida. Last Tuesday, he announced that Leon County would be fined. For firing 14 employees for refusing the vaccine, the Biden administration reacted to state resistance by continuing the bluff by way of press statements. Press Secretary Jan Psaki warned the governors of Florida and Texas that President Biden would override their efforts to fight vaccine mandates in their states. Quote, we know that federal law overrides state law, she said. End quote. No, Jan, no, some of us don't know that. But we do know that right now your emperor seems to have no clothes, according to Ms. Psaki. The new executive order requiring mandates is currently being drafted by OSHA, so unless that is just another bluff, it will be cast as a health and safety regulation. Some private corporations were apparently taken in by the federal bluff or else they wanted to use it to cover what they already intended to do. But the best example is Southwest Airlines, whose CEO Gary Kelly mandated the vaccine for all employees in response to what he said he thought was federal law. Southwest employees were given a deadline to get vaccinated or get fired. The employees, especially the pilots, decided to show Mr. Kelly what chaos looked like in case he had not seen it before over the weekend. When the texas oklahoma football game was being played in Dallas, thousands of Southwest pilots called in sick took personal days or vacation days to the point that some 2,000 flights were canceled. Not much moved in Dallas that weekend. It affected air travel all up and down the East Coast. There were no rental cars available in Dallas. Few, if any, flights out. That was just one city in one state. Southwest tried to make a large pack of lies to explain what happened, but the story quickly broke down. First, it was bad weather along the East Coast, but strangely, no other airline was affected by the bad weather. Shortage in the air control tower was the second theory, but even the air control centers denied that. Finally, Mr. Kelly... The Southwest CEO had to admit the truth, which was that his pilots would not just lie down while he and Joe Biden ran over them. Mr. Kelly went right back at the federal government, blamed it all on them. He said he never wanted to mandate the vaccine for his employees. Further said his company would only have violated the privacy and liberty of its tens of thousands of workers because President Joe Biden forced his hand, the mandate he issued is all on the federal government according to Mr. Kelly. He could still not seem to grasp that there is no legal order from the federal government. He said his mandate ordered him to a December 8th deadline. He was still trying to work through that. I never wanted the mandate, never wanted anyone to lose their jobs, he said. His objective was to improve health and safety, not for people to lose their jobs. In fairness to Mr. Kelly, he's not the only CEO to give in to federal tyranny. I suspect that many, perhaps most of them, agree with federal tyranny and are very pleased to demonstrate their compliance. The Southwest pilots did all of us a great favor by serving as a test case in how tyranny could be resisted. Perhaps someday a monument will be erected for them at the Dallas airport, but until then, like Mr. Kelly did at first, many employers <clears throat> let their employees down. They let them down, and instead they line up to serve the tyranny, the tyranny of their federal masters until some people make the cost of doing so too high for them. Jan Saki, National Press Secretary, made the federal position quite clear when she accused the governors of Florida and Texas of Playing politics, that's an old rules for radical Saul Alinsky trick to accuse your enemies of the things you're doing. Why would you not want to take the steps to save lives, she asked him. That's kind of like the old have you stopped beating your wife yet question. In response, the governor of Florida said, quote, we must protect the jobs of Floridians and preserve the ability of Floridians to make their own decisions regarding what shots to take, end quote. So I suppose that's the difference between the two competing points of view. One position says, protect jobs, protect privacy, protect the right of people to make their own decisions about what shots to take. The position of the federal government was stated clearly by Press Secretary Saki. Quote, bottom line is we're going to continue to implement the law which the President of the United States has the ability, the authority, the legal authority to do, end quote. The truth is, Ms. Saki president does have the authority to implement the law. In fact, under the Constitution, he has the duty to enforce laws duly passed by Congress. So where is the law? Where is the law that he should enforce? He is not the law. He has no legal authority to make law. Congress makes law. The president does not make law. His so-called law is not law at all, therefore not legally enforceable. I wonder if anyone in Congress has the courage and the will to explain that to the administration In conclusion, folks, there are plenty of laws, plenty of laws that have been passed by Congress that the president chooses not to enforce, such as the immigration laws and the laws protecting the U.S. border from foreign invasion. Perhaps some reporter could suggest to Ms. Saki that the president is all excited about enforcing the law. He could start on the border instead of laws that don't exist. Finally, folks, the government continues to lose its legitimacy. It will continue to resort to the only thing it has left, authoritarianism. If I ever believe that the intensity of effort to get the whole world vaccinated was about health and safety, I do not believe that now. Now I believe it's about the deprivation of liberty, of prosperity, and most of all of life. At least that's the way I see it, folks. Until next time, this is Darrell Castle. Thanks for listening.